Welcome back to another episode of Capsule Rx Podcast. But before we get into today's episode, I just want to make a couple of announcements. One, I will be participating in the KE Kappa Epsilon Pharmacy Fraternity Leadership Panel from 12 to 1 uh, via Zoom. I won't be able to make it in person because I'll be out of town, uh, but I will be on the Zoom. If anybody is a part of KE, wants to kind of learn how does a pharmacy fraternity benefit you while in pharmacy school and after pharmacy school, I will definitely be there. So please show out support and um, I would love to answer any questions you might have. Also, I'll be at UF again, this time in person, September 18th. Um, shout out to Olaf, the student organization, for coming out, um, reaching out to me. And I will be presenting on how to stand out as a pharmacy student. So I'll really go through the different stages, whether you're in your first year as a pharmacy student, a second year, a third year, and even in your fourth year, the different ways that you can kind of stand out from your colleagues whenever you're applying for jobs. So that way, whenever you're applying for a residency or fellowship, your CV really stands out and doesn't look repetitive just like everybody else's. So super excited for that. September 7th, leadership panel with KE 12 to 1. And then also uh, September 18th, I will be there. This one, I will be there in person with Olaf. I think I even have the room number, room 334. Yep, that one will also be from 12 to 1 p.m., how to stand out in pharmacy in room 334. So please come and support Capsule Rx Podcast. We greatly appreciate it, um, all the love and support we've been getting. And of course, I got to talk to you guys about the merch, right? So Labor Day weekend is coming up, so I'm super excited to announce we will have, starting Friday, September 1st, through Monday, September 4th, we will have a different daily sale, all right? A different daily discount. You'll just have to check it out. You'll have to tune in to see how much of a percentage discount you can get that day. So Friday to Sunday, there's gonna be different discounts. Definitely, definitely, definitely go ahead and cop some new merch. We just added some tote bags and some coffee mugs and socks to the merch. So we got t-shirts, coffee mugs, socks, and tote bags. So definitely check that out. Um, the socks are super comfy. Uh, I'm not wearing them now, but I do have them with me on my trip. Um, we have it in white and black, so definitely check it out. If you have any questions, please feel free to get in touch with me. Um, and if you need the link, it'll be in the show notes to go ahead and access the merch. If you have any questions about anything, once again, very easy to find at new underscore capsule Rx podcast on all platforms. All right. Now let's get started with today's episode. Okay. So. I had the opportunity to attend a conference or festival, whatever you want to call it, about investing. And one of the main things that I walked away with from this festival was not necessarily investing in stocks and in real estate, but was really investing in yourself and something that you always hear people talk about. I had the opportunity to sit down and listen to Robert Smith, who is an African-American male who is the richest one in America. Okay. His net worth is $8 billion, B, billion, okay, $8 billion. And he started off as an engineer. And he was just kind of talking about his life, his story, how he transitioned from an engineer into venture capitalism as a venture capitalist. And he really laid out three key things that I want everybody to know that I definitely want to apply to my life that I believe is very, very valuable. And it pertains to 
anybody in anybody's career. And that's one of the reasons why he shared it is because he knows that there was people in the audience that were in the same shoes that he was in. So the first thing that he mentioned, and he said this is something that he, he even tells his kids, these two things. So the first lesson is you need to develop skills and not just any skills, but skills that you will be compensated well for. So he said, what I tell my children is in their 20s, you need to develop those critical thinking skills, those analytical skills. You need to start developing these skills that will translate into any profession where you would get a high compensation if that is something you desire. Well, guess what? Pharmacy is one of those professions, okay? So that's something where right now, if you're in pharmacy school, if you're a new pharmacist, if you're a resident or a fellow, develop those critical thinking skills. Develop those analytical skills. Test yourself. Sometimes the answer may not always be right in front of you. Sometimes you have to do further research. You have to find articles. Sometimes you need to throw some things against the wall, brainstorm, and an idea will come back to you. So there's so much value in being able to say, hey, I'm able to critically think, I'm able to analyze, I'm able to break down this information much faster, a lot quicker, better, more efficiently than other people. So one, definitely work on your critical thinking skills and definitely work on being able to analyze information better than other people. Two, the second lesson that I thought was important, which is something I've preached before and I will always preach, is to develop great habits. And that's one of the things I'm thankful for doing a residency or I believe a residency can provide to you is that it helps you develop the proper habits on how to practice as a pharmacist. Because we just go from school to pharmacy. If you just jump right into being a clinical pharmacist, you may not have that mentorship that you need, that guidance that you need to help you understand some literature, those biostatistics. What does those mean from this trial? Does this patient actually correlate with some of the patients that they had in this trial to where we could we should start doing this? Right? Maybe there's some case studies. How do you find the information in PubMed? How do you use mesh terms? Right? So those those little things. And then also, how do you be able to navigate the electronic health record, that system, in order to find the information as quickly as possible when you're on rounds or different things like that? So really being able to build the habits for you to be successful. So one, you want to make sure that you are definitely, definitely working on your critical thinking skills, your analytical skills. Two, developing strong habits, right? Um, whether it's small things like being on time to work, small things like keeping your word, keeping your commitment to different activities that you said you would do. And that was something that he stressed that's very important because these relationships that you build throughout your career are so valuable. Whether you're a student in a student organization and you say, hey, I'm going to complete this task. Well, guess what? There's a president of that organization, right? There's a vice president. So you really want to make sure that you're doing the proper things. You're saying the proper things and you're owning up to the commitments that you've made. So really building those habits. And then the last thing that he mentioned, and he didn't mention this towards his kids, but the last thing I walked away with is you have to take risks. You have to take risks. And I'll even tie this in. This might be a fourth point. But he was saying, as an engineer, I was making good money for my community where I grew up. But then when I was talking to my relatives about switching into maybe the banking industry, they're like, why would you do that? You're going to get paid. You're going to start out paying less, 
you don't know that field, you're an engineer, stick to this. But he knew he had to take that risk if he wanted the opportunity to go ahead and further himself, further his career. Even though he switched from what he got a degree in, which was that engineering, you know, that's his background, but that doesn't mean he has to be locked into that. And that's the main thing I want people to understand. And he even mentioned this himself, like as a kid, you might've said you wanted to be a doctor. Maybe as a pharmacy student, you said you wanted to be this type of pharmacist. But just because you said it in maybe your first year doesn't mean you have to end up being that person. You can switch. You can even switch careers if you want. But you don't have to be, let's say you said you, I'll, I'll give myself as an example. I thought coming in, I was going to be a compound pharmacist. That or own my own independent pharmacy. But then I fell in love with AMP care and transitions of care. And then I went more the clinical route. It's okay. It's okay to change your mind and as your life experiences, your rotations, uh, your different internships that you have over the summer can guide you to a different career or even practicing. Maybe you do the residency, maybe you do the fellowship and you work in a certain career, okay? Let's say you're an MSL, but then after a couple of years, you realize I'm not interested in this career anymore. I'm not passionate about it anymore. Then take a risk and switch into something else. Maybe you go the hospital route. Maybe you go community. Maybe you go managed care. Maybe you go specialty. It's really up to you, but you have to take that risk. And some of the people you go to for advice, they may not have the vision that God blessed you with. So it becomes very challenging for you to have those conversations with other people and expect them to be like, yeah, you should do this. Yeah, you should go for it. A lot of times they'll tell you no. A lot of times they'll tell you that you're already making enough money. Why do you need to do this if it's for more money or Aren't you happy? Like you got a degree in this. Why would you switch up? You, you're board certified in this. You're a board certified critical care pharmacist. Why would you want to switch to doing something in AM care? Why would you switch to want to do something in the ED? Why? It doesn't matter why. It's your vision. It's your life. So if you're passionate about something else than what you're currently doing, don't let that hold you back. Take those risks, especially if you're just a student especially if you're in residency or fellowship and you feel like, oh, I should be a clinical pharmacist. This is what, this is what I learned from school. This is what everybody says. It's a great profession. Sometimes you just got to go take that risk. And so that's the message that I want to leave you all with. Um, thank you so much, Robert Smith. I learned so much from your talk. Um, definitely inspirational. And I hope the advice I'm giving you all will help you all in your pharmacy journey no matter what stage you're in. If you have any questions or you need somebody to bounce some ideas off of, you know how to, you know how to get in touch with me, okay? At new underscore CapsRx podcast on all platforms, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I'm easy to find. Thank you all for listening. We will be back with more interviews. Um, finally got a couple of them edited, got some word back. That one of them is definitely good to go. So we'll see when we drop that. It might be later this week or next week. But definitely excited to release some episodes um, that I've been able to interview some pharmacists and some people outside of pharmacy who have very interesting careers that I think we would all learn a lot from. So thank you so much, everybody. We greatly appreciate all the love and support. Don't forget to buy the merch. Labor Day sale coming soon, starting this Friday. And, of course, I will be at UF uh, September 18th. Um, room 334, 12 to 1 with the OLF Student Organization. Thank you again for reaching out. 
and we will definitely be going over how to stand out as a pharmacy student. Whether in your first year, second year, third year, or fourth year, it doesn't matter. You have the opportunity to start today to make a difference in your CV, especially when you're applying for jobs or when you're applying for residency or fellowships. And then also the KE panel, that KE leadership panel, that's on September 7th, 12 to 1. That one I will be on Zoom just because I'll be out of town. I wish I could be there. Absolutely love KE. I still wear my jersey uh, from time to time. I love the brotherhood. Definitely join Pharmacy Fraternity if you have it. But thank you guys for listening. I appreciate the love and support. Have a blessed day.